0: Uh, Good evening. This is the news for Sunday, January 9th, 2021. I'm Paul DiRienzo, and we're breaking in for a very important and tragic story that is gripping the city of New York today. At least 19 people have died, including nine children and dozens more who were hurt in a horrific high-rise fire in the Bronx today, marking what could become the deadliest blaze the city has seen since a fire at a social club killed nearly 90 people in 1990. The blaze broke out inside a duplex apartment spanning the second and third floors of 333 East 181st Street, a 19-story building at the intersection of Taibout Avenue and Follin Street in Fordham Heights just before 10.50 a.m. today. FDNY Commissioner Daniel Negro said the fire may have been sparked by a space heater in a bedroom. At least 19 people died in the fire, nine of whom were children. That was confirmed by Mer- Mayor Eric Adams. More than 30 other people were hospitalized with injuries after the blaze. At a news briefing we'll be hearing from shortly, the fire commissioner called the blaze unprecedented. He continued, the last time we had a loss of life that this that may be this horrific was at the Happy Land fire, which was over 30 years ago. Also here in the Bronx, the fire at the Happy Land Social Club in West Farms broke out on March 25, 1990, leaving 87 people dead. Firefighters who responded to the East 181st Street blaze on Sunday morning were met with very heavy smoke, found victims on every floor and in stairwells. They were taking them out in cardiac and respiratory arrest, adding that none of the victims appeared to have been burned but instead suffered severe smoke inhalation. The door to the apartment in which the fire started was left open, allowing flames and smoke to spread through the rest of the building. We spread the word, said the uh, fire commissioner, close the door. Close the door. In case of fire, close the door. Adams said the city and emergency organizations would provide support and resources to displaced residents and victims. Family members are being treated at a nearby school. Uh, inspectors in the city's Department of Buildings arrived at the scene of the fire this afternoon to carry out structural stability inspections and help with the ongoing investigation. Governor Kathy Hochul tweeted that she was horrified by the devastating fire in the Bronx today. She spoke at the press conference, which concluded just moments ago, which included the fire commissioner, the mayor, and, of course, the governor. We'll hear a long excerpt from that at this moment. Thanks for listening.
1: ...time of of a tragedy. Uh, This is no longer a city or state where the governor and the mayor and elected officials and our firefighters, our police officers, uh, our OEM, uh, all of our entities... Uh, We are in the energy of when there is a crisis in this city or state, we are coming together. We are sending a loud message with the men and women of the clergy and the other officers in this uh, city. We are in a moment where we're facing a multitude of crises at one time, and we won't succeed if we're not united. And coming here today, the governor reached out to me and stated that she wanted to be here to send a loud message for these families and to say thank you to the men and women who went in this building some of these firefighters their their oxygen their oxygen tanks were empty and they still pushed through the smoke you can't do this if you don't feel attached to the city and this community and i really want to thank them for putting their lives on the line to save lives. Over 30 people are in the hospital, 19 deaths. Nine of them are children, are babies that we lost. And we're all feeling this. And we're going to be here for this community to help them navigate through this. Many of these young children went to schools. We will have a social and emotional support at their schools to ha- help the classmates. Uh, we're here as well with the Red Cross and OEM. Uh, is going to coordinate together to get housing, and also some of the emergency needs uh, that the people who experience this trauma experience. And it's so important that we have the faith-based leaders here. Uh, this was a large uh, Muslim population. Uh, Sheikh Musa is here. Uh, that knows many of the residents They came from Gambia. And we want to make sure that we're sensitive to the cultural needs. Uh, The ME's office is going to coordinate to make sure that we respect the burial rights of the Muslim community as well as others. So our message is clear today. During the tragedy, we are going to be here for each other. There's more to be discovered. The FDNY is doing a thorough investigation. Commissioner Nigro will update us on the latest. But it it appears as though this stemmed from a space heater. But the marshals are here. They will give us a thorough investigation to to determine exactly what took place and what we can do better not to have this repeated. And so, at this time, I want to just thank the governor, the state of New York, who's here with, her, with us today, and just to ask her to say a few we words. Governor.
2: Thank you, Mayor. We are indeed a city in shock. It's impossible to go into that room where scores of family who are in such grief, who are in pain, to see it in a mother's eyes as I held her, who lost her entire family.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's hard to fathom what they're going through, but I went table to table, help children make their ramen noodles and eat their pizza, and let them know one thing, and the mayor and I are united in this. We will not forget you. We will not abandon you. We are here for you. So your elected leaders from your Senator Schumer, on down to our council members are united here to support this community to say tonight is a night of tragedy and pain and tomorrow we begin to rebuild we rebuild their lives and give them hope especially those who came all the way from africa gambia in search of a better life right here in this great borough the borough of the bronx they're part of our family and with. When I prepare my budget this week, I'm going to establish a victim's compensation fund for the individuals I just sat with and said, I will not forget you. There'll be money to help them find new housing for burial costs. For whatever they need, we'll take care of them, because that's what we do here in the state of New York. We are here for the Bronx, and we're here for anyone who needs us. And I thank the leadership of our mayor, our fire commissioner, Nigro, and all the men and women in uniform who went into a building not knowing their own fate and they still went in there and rescued people and that's why i'm so proud to be the governor of a state like this you cannot keep us down ever we are united together thank you and may god bless the individuals who are suffering and the souls of those we lost particularly the children
1: and uh, i'm just so happy when i reached out to our uh, state senator and ask him, can he come up and join us today? Without hesitation, he came up just to be here and show our united front. Uh, thank you, Senator Schumer. Senator Schumer,
3: thank you, Mayor, Governor, and everyone here. You see the outpouring from of every level of government from all parts of the city. I just came up from Brooklyn. It is such a tragedy. Thinking of children, thinking of families thinking of so many people in this building, immigrants striving to climb that ladder up and their lives snuffed out. It's awful. I want to thank our firefighters. Unbelievable. They always rush to danger. They don't care. They don't, they don't worry about themselves. They just go in there. And they were here from all reports very, very quickly. We appreciate that. At the federal level, we'll do whatever we can. There is housing assistance. There is tax assistance, and maybe most important in this instance, immigration assistance, so families can be united, because many of these families have come from overseas and need to be here. And I just pledge, and I I saw my colleague from Congress, our Congress member, Richie Torres, we pledge to do whatever we can at the federal level, but New Yorkers are united in standing by. When there's a tragedy, we come together. We don't care about ideology. We don't care about race, creed, color, religion. We come together. We embrace one another, and we say we are for helping New Yorkers who need help. That's who we've been for the history of our city, and on this awful night, that doesn't change. Thank
1: you, thank and thank you, you, you so much, Senator. And I, I think the senator raised a good point. This is a heavy uh, immigrant uh, community, and we want to make sure Sheikh Musa. Uh, Let the residents know that if you need assistance, uh, your names would not be turned over to ICE or any other institution. Uh, We want people to be comfortable in coming forward, and it's imperative that we connect with those on the ground uh, to make sure they get that message and that word out. And so we want to allow and have Commissioner Nigro come forward to give you any technical updates on what took place and the updates on the investigation. Commissioner?
4: Thank you, Mayor. And let me just say that uh, my entire department mourns, along with the families here today uh, and our entire city. Uh, We're all about saving lives, and the loss of one life is sad for us, much less 19 lives. As the mayor said, this fire began uh, in an apartment that spans two floors on the second and third floor of the building. Uh, It started in a malfunctioning electric space heater. Uh, That was the cause of the fire. The fire consumed that apartment that is on two floors and part of the hallway. The door to that apartment, unfortunately, when the residents left was left open, it did not close by itself. The smoke spread throughout the building. Uh, Thus, the tremendous loss of life and other people fighting for their lives right now uh, in hospitals all over the Bronx. So we are investigating uh, where everyone was found, how the smoke traveled, but certainly um, the marshals have determined through physical evidence and through um, uh, firsthand accounts by the residents that this fire started in a bedroom in a portable electric heater. Any questions that I can answer, we'll be happy to do that. There Go ahead, Carol. Carol, Carol. The um, I heard someone ask about the heat. The heat was on in the building. This was, it was being used to supplement the building heat. Uh, there were smoke alarms throughout the building. The first call that came in was due to uh, some uh, a neighbor hearing a smoke alarm and looking and seeing the smoke and calling.
3: Commissioner, there there were reports that this was a a very frequently malfunctioning smoke alarm system, that the alarm went off frequently, and that's why a lot of
0: residents may not have felt urgency to leave. Are you confirming any of
4: that? We will look into that, but uh, I cannot confirm that now.
5: There were reports also that residents didn't know where to escape, where the fire escapes were. Would you care to comment on that?
4: Well, on buildings like this there are no fire escapes, there are interior stairways. So the residents um, should know where the stairwells are, and um, I think some of them could not escape because of the volume of smoke. Go
0: ahead. How, How many residents total were displaced, and how many are now staying in the elementary school next door?
4: Uh, I can't give you the exact number right now. I believe there's 120 apartments in the building. There's a very large number of people right now who need a place to stay. I do not have that now. There are some people in the building now. Um, whether they will stay, we're not sure. But there's very few. I think uh, it certainly is traumatizing when we c- can't save a life. And our members, you know, tried diligently, fire and EMS members, to bring some of these people back and, uh, um, and to bring them out as quickly as they could. And so we will have our counseling service be very busy after this with our members who are saddened by this terrible loss.
3: Commissioner, uh, I understand your members were finding people in stairwells the building Can you explain how that operation
4: went and, and why it is you think that this was all over the building the way it was? Uh, well, as I said, the door was left open to the apartment. There was at least one door opened from the stairwell to a floor and on one of the upper floors. Smoke and heat travel upward. Uh, that we know. That's what happened here. Um, as the mayor said, it was a very difficult job for our members. Their air tanks cons- contain a certain amount of air. They ran out of air, many of our members, and they continue working uh, to try to get as many people out as they could. Does anyone have
0: questions for the mayor or the governor?
2: Sure. Yeah, go uh ahead. In terms of the, the shelter
0: here at the middle school, where will these people be staying for the next few nights, and where will
1: they be getting resources? Well, thank you. We, and we have uh, uh, our deputy commissioner of OEM that's here that's going to give the update uh, and Red Cross.
5: Yeah, it. Just trying. Hello. Uh, I'm from emergency management. Uh, so we do have the Red Cross here. They were here very quickly. Uh, we're registering everyone that needs housing. Uh, they will be going into hotels uh, for you know, an extended period while we work it out, and it's safe for people to go back into the building. If people are ultimately not able to go back into their apartments, we will work with HPD, with the state and other resources to get people the long-term housing that they need. Yeah, Uh, so we are coordinating the other responses. Uh, This is an active school, obviously, so we will be, um, when everybody is uh, taken care of for the evening, we will be closing out of the school tonight and then going to another community facility nearby. We have set up a website on the emergency management website. Uh, We're in multiple languages where we are putting out all the information. I know there are some people that are concerned about their pets, and so... uh, you know, we will work with the agencies on that. We are providing food. Uh, a lot of children go to the school next, next door and other schools. Uh, so depending on where they're staying tonight, we will get them transportation back to the school. We have set up uh, a short code. People that are affected can text uh, 181stfire to 692692, and they will receive messages in English, Spanish, and French on um, services that are available. The other thing is we have set up with the Police Department Missing Persons Unit with 311 um, the un- unidentified victim information system. People can call 311 or outside of the city. They can call 212 New York, and they, if they are looking for Im- information on a loved one that was taken to a hospital or who has passed away, we can get them that information.
2: To shocked,
1: to like this. There, there, there are laws. They're supposed to do that. And part of the investigation from the marshals would determine if this exactly took place here. But there are laws on that. Our preliminary uh review determined that there were two uh reports violations, but they were not related to heat at all. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who did you pick? Okay, yes. So building
3: this seven fire funds online. Why are
2: they dealing with the all buildings of six stories
4: fire funds? Yeah, we'll look into that. And I, this building was built in 1972. It was federally funded. It is potentially built under uh, outside of the New York City fire code, which is why it might be listed as that. Well, certain federal buildings can can be built under different standards, but. To, to be perfectly clear, the fire never extended beyond. The fire itself, other than getting in the hall, because the door was open, never extended anywhere else in the building. So that was not a factor. Thanks. <laughs>
3: given the staffing challenges with Omicron, is FDNY EMS seeing any staffing challenges and that, did that play any role in the response
4: here? Played absolutely no role. It's a challenge, but we've been able to, every one of our units is fully staffed, fire and EMS.
1: I'm sorry.
5: Yeah,
1: we're not not aware of that. yes yeah, not aware of that. But listen, we want to, and we, we we just really want to thank um, our congressional delegation, the public advocate, our council members, our assembly person, our DA, our board president, uh, our controller. Uh, We're just seeing the symbol of the unification of this city come into this family and this community to let you know we are here and we're going to be here for you. Thank you very much.
0: That is Mayor Eric Adams speaking at a news conference that ended just a few moments ago at the site of a fire in the Bronx. That has killed at least 19 people, including nine children. Governor Kathy Hochul also appeared at the news conference saying she spoke with a mother who lost her entire family in the fire, telling the victims, we will not forget you. We will not abandon you. The building's owner, Bronx Park Phase 3 Preservation, LLC is the name of a joint venture that owns the building at 333 East 181st Street. They said in a statement it was devastated over the tragedy that occurred. They claimed we are devastated by the unimaginable loss of life caused by the profound tragedy. We are cooperating fully with the fire department and other city agencies as they investigate its cause. And we are doing all we can to assist our residents, our thoughts with the families and friends of those who lost their lives or were injured. And we're here to support them as we recover from this horrific Fire. A total of 73 people died in New York City fires in all of 2021. This was the second major fire in the Bronx over the weekend. A forlorn fire in the Fordham Heights section of the Bronx that began early Saturday morning, injured a firefighter and displaced three families. That was caused by a lithium-ion battery fire. Last week, a fire that broke out on out the second story of a row house in Philadelphia killed 13 people, including seven children. that's been a special news break here following the breaking news on WBAI. I'm Paul DiRienzo, our engineer, Max Schmid, producer, Linda Perry. Thanks for joining us. See you tomorrow on the news at 6.